And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And today I am coming to you from my home studio. I am back on terra firma after 30 plus days bumping around and, and broadcasting from the RV bunker, mostly in Florida. If you caught any of those shows, you, you heard those. And I'm happy to say, I think I may have dodged the seasonal allergies in the process being away from North Texas. However, we're back, got back a couple days ago, and I'll tell you one thing I did not dodge are those property tax hikes. Oh yeah, or more specifically the, I guess I would say the hike in county appraisals of my property values. So the counties have come around and you know, we got home, like I said, a few days ago, first thing I did after unloading everything, getting everything out of the RV, cleaning it up is motored over to the uh, PO box where we get our business mail. And it was sim it, it was overflowing quite literally. Uh, we wanna buy your house postcards. We wanna buy your house letters. Here's an offer, blah, blah, blah. But even more than those, that's usually the bulk of my junk mail. More than those were the, the, the letters overflowing from the uh, various county appraisal districts. And they took some of my values up quite a bit. I had one go up 80K comes to mind. Um, so we're going to talk about today, what am I going to do about it? What can you do about it? Namely, protesting those property taxes, protesting the valuation, but in essence, then lowering your your taxes that then come due in, in October. I'll give you the why we want to do this. I'll give you the how we do this. We'll talk a little bit broadly about process. And I want to tell you my personal process. I have been doing this as a real estate investor over a decade now, and I've fine-tuned that over the years. I've largely done the, the protesting myself over the decade. Um, so I want to tell you how I do that. And if you're listening out of state, what I'm talking about is Texas specific. If you're in Ohio with a rental property in Ohio, or you have a rental property in Jacksonville, Florida, I was talking to someone just yesterday about that. I don't know what the process is there. I don't even know if you can protest. I don't even know what the tax burden is there. I know in Texas, it is very, very high uh, from a property tax perspective. So it's important that you do this. And this is one of those shows where I really do have a lot of content prepared and, and, and there's a lot to discuss. So I hope I can get to everything today. And in order to kind of pare things down, what I want to focus on in large part is something called market value and something called equal value or, or equity. And I'll explain that here in just a moment. And I'm going to focus on rental property since this is a real estate investor radio show. However, most of this will apply to you if all you have is your own personal residence, your owner. I'm coming to you from my homestead right now, my personal residence. It got taken up as well. You can use these tactics uh, for your homestead as well. And by the way, homestead, if you do own your own personal residence, 100% make sure you have all available exemptions that you can take accounted for with the county. I was talking with a friend the other day, his grandma, 90 years old, did not have the over 65 exemption. That makes a huge difference when you get those in place. And if you're younger, you at least want to have that homestead exemption that protects you quite a bit. 
So we're going to focus on rental property, and I want to explain desirability, market value, of course, and then desirability, which plays into some of the approach when you're looking at those equity comps, okay? And out the gate, I need to mention as well, very, very important date, May 15th, in most cases, May 15th is the deadline to file that protest. That doesn't mean you have to have concluded it. You have to at least have submitted to the county your intent to protest. If you've gotten your uh, appraisal notice in the mail, it'll tell you what that deadline is. Here I have one from, where is this? I think it looks like Van Zant County. My protest deadline is May 15th. That's if they got their appraisal notifications out to me in a timely manner. I have another one from Denton County that wasn't postmarked until April 17th. If it's later, they have to give you 30 days from the date of sending that to you. So that one is a little bit later. Okay. So if you haven't gotten your, your, your notification yet and you get it May 1st, well, they have to give you 30 days, but for most of it, it's going to, it's going to be May 15th. So do not forget that. If you miss that, you do not get a second chance. Now, if they did not send a notice, then they probably didn't change the value. So one of my uh, stack here is from Dallas County. That's the only one I got from Dallas County. And interestingly, they didn't raise any of my other values, so they didn't send me a notification. So if you didn't get any mail for your 20 rental properties, well, hey, maybe you're sitting pretty right now. I don't know. All right, so let's talk about how it works in, in general, right, uh, per the county. And, and it is per the county, so you, you need to be acquainted. If, if you're like I am and you're invested in multiple counties, their process is may vary just a little bit. First and foremost, you, 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 and there are state requirements. You can go to the comptroller website and see what they provide. They even give you some tips and tricks for, for protesting, but at a minimum, they have to send you this, this value notice. And the value notice tells you that that's where the county has set your property's new value as of January 1st of this year. And, and if, 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 if I'm going to switch around a bit, I, I know I will. So if it, try to stay with me. But if, but if you wind up having any questions, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. I was having lunch with a number of investors just yesterday. And, and this was the second topic that came up right behind federal tax filings was, hey, have you gotten your property tax notifications? And there was an uproar at the table. <laughs> you know, so we talked through this uh, quite a lot. Here I've got one from Tarrant County, which is where Fort Worth sits. And, and I actually like how they phrase this. I'm going to use this here. Um, I can protest on the base of basis of, quote, incorrect appraised or market value. A second option here is value is unequal compared with other properties. And they don't really tell you what that means here, but they mean other properties as valued on the tax rolls. Very important. We're going to come back to that. Most important thing of all right now, though, is be sure to file by your deadline. And it will tell you on that form if that's May 15th, if it may be late, or if they got that out to you later, that's certainly uh, a possibility. But it, do it by the deadline. If you snooze, you lose. You don't, you don't get a second chance. So you're going to file your protest either by mail, online. I typically do it online nowadays. Uh, maybe you drive it down there. I don't know. That's that's up to you. But you're going to want to collect evidence to support your arguments. And this might be pictures. This might be repair estimates. This might be a fee appraisal, meaning you've paid an appraiser to go out and appraise your property recently, if that supports your argument. Uh, maybe if you recently closed, very low-hanging fruit is to go out there with your settlement statement. So if you bought a, 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 a rehab property like we like to buy at Lifestyles Unlimited, you're probably getting that well below market value. Show them that settlement statement. I've got two I bought last year. Very easy. I'm going to submit the settlement statements. If you have pictures documenting the condition pre-repair, send that in as well for, for this year, obviously. Um, and then name the value you want. 
be prepared. I know when I do this online for Tarrant County, when I do this online for Dallas County, I believe Denton as well, there, there's a spot where they're going to ask me what I think the value should be, and I'm going to name that. So have that ready. You know, you ask for what you want, you know, maybe go a little lower. And then you want to request, and, and a lot of this you can do online or it may even be available when you log in, when you create an account, say with Tarrant County, request the county's evidence. You want to see what did they use as their market value comparables or for their equity compar comparables. It should be available on their website, uh, but you may have to ask for that. It, again, it varies by county. I can't speak to Harris County. I've never done business there. I can't speak to Bear County. I've never done business there. Okay. And you may, after you've filed this by the deadline, Right. You may then continue, you know, continue down that path, uh, doing negotiations electronically. You may do it informally, just walking in off the street or, or you may have to appear formally before the appraisal review board. That's a three member panel volunteers from that county um, that do this just again on a voluntary basis. In my experience, rather on the older side of things, and uh, you may have to appear before them with the county appraiser there as well and, 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 and prepare your arguments. Sounds like a lot of work, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. Why bother? Well, if you don't have the time, you don't have to do it. The other thing that came in my P.O. box when we arrived back into town, aside from the stack of appraisal notifications, were countless letters from various companies that will do the protest on my behalf. Yes, I have to pay them. Uh, no, I do not want to pay anybody in advance. Most companies will do it on a contingency basis, meaning if they get results, you pay some proportion, some percentage of that. So if you don't have the time, you don't have the desire, at a minimum, engage one of these companies to do this for you. Why? Protect your cash flow. Look, there's a lot of pressure. There's a, if, you're, if you're an active landlord now, you know there is a lot of pressure on your, your profit right now, on your cash flow. The taxes, property taxes, as we're talking about, clearly. Insurance, going up considerably. Repair costs, if you have them, right? Cost of labor, costs of goods is, is increasing. Now, if you are a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, you, you've learned our processes and you follow the motto, best product, best price. So you have gotten that distressed property and you have fixed it up. So your repair costs, your ongoing maintenance should be minimal, but taxes and insurance can be a very big hit and you have to fight back. Higher interest rates also, you know, they already mean a lower cash flow um, if you've bought more recently. And it's interesting, I mean, if you assume just a tax rate in Texas of 2.5%, some are higher, some are lower. I have a few properties that are out in the county. Those are lower. I love that. Um, but if you assume a tax rate of 2.5%, then every $10,000 decrease in that valuation that you obtain through this process, every $10,000 is going to save you $250 in taxes for the year on that property. Now, that may not sound a lot like a lot. I'm typically not getting my decreases a la $10,000, usually much larger. 30K, well, that's $750. Now multiply that across a portfolio of, of five or 10 or whatever you have, 20 properties, that really does add up. And again, if you don't have time or you have too many houses that you, you don't want to mess with, I mess with it. <laughs> I have fun with it. Um, well, hire it out, but, but just be sure you do it, okay? And just to address, I've got a couple minutes left in this segment. Just to address a common uh, misnomer out there, people uh, maybe that are lesser informed say, well, yeah, but I don't want to decrease my value because I might be selling in the next year or two. Just be very clear and understand that the, the value that is listed on your county appraisal district 
uh, roles has nothing to do with the true market value that your realtor, if you engage a realtor, they're going to go out to that market, to that sub-market, and they're going to pull sold comps. Your, your value is typically going to be much higher. Okay, I want to get as big a gap between that true market value and my assessed value as I can through this process. It will not impact, it will not negatively impact my my sale later on. Okay, in two terms, I want you to very clearly understand. Um, I mentioned a few of these. I mentioned these a few times already. Market value is one of those. If I flip back to my Dallas uh, appraisal form here, first box that I can check to protest is market value. I'm going to check that. Second box, unequal value. I'm going to check that. Third box, interestingly, they've combined this. They say market value and unequal value. I'll probably check that one too. I'm going to hit as many of these as I can, okay? But there's a difference. What is market value? What is unequal or unequal value? It's important to, to understand the difference as just conceptually. And if you take a look at, if you have your personal residence and, and you look at the, the appraisal there, you'll notice that they're going to have a market value and they're going to have an assessed value. There's going to be a difference there, right? The market value is where they think your actual value is based on sold comps and possibly condition. Typically, they're just looking at sold comps. That's the market value. That assessed value is the actual value that your taxes will be assessed upon. And there's typically a difference if you have an owner-occupant property due to your homestead. My personal house, I have about 100K difference between the two because I have my homestead exemption in place. That prevents them from taking that tax appraised value up more than 10% per year. That's why I say you want to be sure to check that you have all of your exemptions in place. So we have market value, we have unequal value, and we have a break coming up. We're gonna talk a little bit more about when you use each of those when we come back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. When you look at the effects of what happened in 2008 and you compare it to what we are hopefully coming out of right now, real estate has definitely shown its resiliency. It has provided for people not only a place to live, but a place to work, a place to raise their children, a place to teach their children, a place to prepare all of their meals. And that's really where the rubber meets the road, is that there are, are two things that people have to have, and they strive very hard to have them. And that's a roof over their head and food on the table. And if you are investing in something related to either of those two things, you are going to have a winning strategy. And in addition to that, you're providing something of value to the people around you. And creating a win-win situation while creating wealth and passive income for yourself is the best life you can get. Real estate is resilient. You should have real estate in your portfolio. Join us for the next live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and we are talking property tax protests. It is that time of year. I've gotten my notifications. If you have your personal house, if you have any rental houses, you've probably gotten yours as well here in Texas. And you absolutely want to protest. Do it every year. And we've talked about a couple of options to protest. They give you a lot more. 
um, on on the the forms you get, but typically you're you're going to protest based on market value or based on what they're calling in Dallas County anyhow unequal value. They may call it something else in Harris and Bear, etc. Uh, but that option will be there as well, and you can protest based on one or the other or both. And I always, always, always check both. I have not begun to dug into my sold comps, for example, and until I start to do my digging, I won't know which direction I'm going to go. And I always, I always hold in my pocket the option to do both. And if you don't check both, if you only check market value and you go in guns a blare and uh, guns a blaze and focusing on the equity comps instead, they're, they're not going to talk to you. Some may relent, but typically they do not have to. <laughs> that is not how you filed your your original protest. So be sure to check check both. Now, when would you use market value? Again, that's that's going to be based on sold comps. You would do that when prices are declining in your sub market. Austin, Texas comes to mind. You know, you might protest if you're in Austin listening to me. You might protest on this basis right now. It's one of the markets nationally. And one of the only here in Texas where we do see a decline in values. Are you surprised? We had a 32-33% increase in the prior year. Yeah, there's there's going to be some 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 wonkiness there. So you're going to In fact, I've talked to people that have had their values come in and they are lower. So this is a time where you would would use that market value. I've had zero luck with market value over the past well, almost decade here because of the continual increase in values that we have seen in the market. Regardless, I will always run my comps on every property every year just to check that I actually had one county appraisal district lower the value of a property last year by $25,000. I was a little bit shocked. But I guess they saw in that particular sub-market, that subdivision, no comps, few comps, the few that sold were were depressed for some reason. So always check that. And when you check those sold comps, if you have access to the MLS, you can do that yourself. Otherwise, you may need to find a realtor to help you. And realtors will be chomping at the bit to get your business. So they're going to want to help you right now. But you want to look at similar properties to your own, similar footprint, similar square footage, similar you know, one story versus two, brick veneer versus uh, otherwise similar age and similar condition and this is the thing with the county appraisal districts they're just looking at the sold comps they are not necessarily taking into account the condition and you and i both know that when somebody goes to sell their house typically they're going to fix it up and when i did my rental rehab three four five years ago well i rehabbed it as a rental I didn't dress it all the way up to the nines like they did. So you need to be sure to look at the comps and see, and, and again, get that evidence from the county. What did they use as their sold comps? Oh man, that thing had not just granite, it had marble, it had travertine tile in the bathrooms, gigantic walk-in shower for 10 people, all glass, you know, jacuzzi hot tub. Does your rental have any of that stuff? No, it doesn't. So you need to be sure and make sure that they're using apples and apples, and typically they're not. Typically, they're not. Um, so you can look at that and make sure they're adjusting for any functional obsolescence within the property or without. And what do I mean? For example, I have one that backs to a very busy six-lane road. Well, if they're using comps that do not back to a six-lane road like mine does, they need to adjust for that. Or if it backs to a railroad or um, high-tension high power lines multifamily, other other commercial. There need to be adjustments for that, and often often there are not. And again, you can get a realtor to run comps for you for that past year. Now, is it from January 1 to December 31? Or will the, will the county take into consideration possibly more recent comps from this year? I run them all. 
Look, I run them all because I want to be informed. I'm a bit of a data junkie, I guess, from that perspective. And if you're a Lifestyles member listening to me right now and you have access to Quest, right, you use that when you're evaluating a property to purchase, you can use that now um, to run your own comps for, for purposes of tax protest. I did that, you know, 2012, first year we were members, bam, running, running into Quest to uh, run my uh, tax protest uh, com- comparables. Again, for most markets in Texas, you know, check these, but you're probably not going to be using sold comps. So what will you use? This is where I go back to that, that unequal value. Um, I always call them equity comps. One of the counties calls them that. That's what I've latched onto. So I focus on the equity comps, meaning other properties on the county appraisal tax rolls, on the district rolls that are like mine. How have they valued those? So I focus on equity comps and the condition. I call this my dynamic duo. Between those two, I'm able to forge a story. So again, equity comps or or unequal value, as it may say on the protest form, that just means the appraised values at the county level, other properties on the county appraisal district. So I'm going to combine that with, and here you might want to do a little homework. Maybe go out to the Dallas County Appraisal District, pick a property, and you're going to notice if you look in the detail Uh, Dallas County calls it desirability. I mentioned condition as part of my dynamic duo. It's another word for that. Counties, again, have different vocabulary. Uh, But it equates essentially to a form of depreciation. And and I I cite Dallas because it's very easy for me to look at where I am rated. I have a number of properties that are all at the level fair, it's called. I've noticed in going through my properties this year in Dallas County, I have two that are average. That's actually a step above fair. So that desirability or that condition, I want to focus on that and I want to get those lowered from average to fair. That's going to be an instant tax savings to me because they're going to drop the value based on essentially a level of depreciation. Okay, if you if you've gotten a, if you bought a property recently and gotten a, uh, an appraisal as part of that process, you've probably seen C one, C two, C three is the the property condition, right? This is this is analogous to that. What's below fair in Dallas County? Poor. What's below that? Very poor. <laughs> What's below that? Undesirable. I've never quite been able to get them to go down to poor. In the other direction, it goes to good, very good, and excellent. So for you homeowners out there and you're in Dallas County and you're in that excellent category, you have a very low hanging fruit here to try to get it to very good, good, or even average. That will be a very quick uh, drop in your, your valuation. Make sure that the, the, the data they've used, so you, you should be able to see what they used for their market valuation, the sold comps. You should also be able to see what they used for their, their, their equity comps and make sure that they're using other landlord properties, other rental properties. I find sometimes they mix owner-occupant in there that does not help my argument. Those typically are valued higher. I do not want those on there. Just get them to strike those. Um, and we talked about Dallas County in terms of condition. Tarrant County uses this as well. It's not as readily visible. You have to go out to their data. If you're, if you're in Tarrant County and listening, you can create an account and go online. Um, there's a property record card that you should look at and then their comps as well. And it's very, very important to look at this stuff. I have found errors. Learn the language as well. Learn the language of that local county appraisal district and, and, and speak that with the appraiser. They see then that you're savvy. So I'm going to look at those sold comps, but that's not going to be the brunt of my focus. My focus will be on the condition and the other landlord properties on the appraisal district and my story. Now, if you're not in state, 
if you're investing, like Kara, who's in Colorado, buying in Harris County or, or around Houston, what do you do? Well, you got a contractor, that handyman I mentioned, send them out. Tell them what you need. Get those pictures. Or whose interest is implicitly part of this discussion? Well, your tenants, your residents. If I can't get those values down, the rent is going to go up. So, hey, resident, here's what I need. Here's why. Go get me some good pictures. Okay, get that evidence, those contractor estimates as well if needed. And for the data junkies out there, I'm one of you. I like to go out to the county uh, website and dump their data into Excel, run a pivot table over it, basically examine the data closely, looking for those ideal comps that I want, right? Looking for those, uh, looking for those not owner-occupied properties. I can see that in the data, right? This is very technical. This is maybe not a level a lot of people will go to, but you can, right? That data is there. Okay, this is what the this is what some of those protest firms will do on your behalf, if you want to hire this out. But that's what I'm going to do, and and then find those those ideal comparables. And now I have three at bats. Number one, I'm going to file ahead of the protest deadline, which is May 15th in most cases. I'm going to do that online. Tarrant County is going to ask me what value do you think this should be. I'm going to tell them. They're probably going to say no. <laughs> Dallas County is going to ask me what value do I think it should be when I do it online. I'm going to tell them. They're probably going to say no. Historically, they've told me no. You may be surprised, though. Some counties do this as an automated thing. They're going to tell you yes or no. They may make a counteroffer. In fact, I've had that happen uh, as part of their, their algorithm. Typically, it's a strike, right? I, I don't get anything there. Last year, I got one of the higher-up guys in Dallas. He sat with me. He did a lot of calculating, and he really helped me get my values down. He saw my pictures. I told him my story, right? He worked with me. Not all of the appraisers do. So when you do this informal hearing, you know, if you have multiple properties like I do, let's say I show up with five that I think I'm going to discuss with them. They limit, they limit the number you can, you can discuss at any time in some cases. If I'm talking through property number one, my, my grand slam, I think they need to lower this one 50K and I can see this appraiser is not the one for me. I'm going to walk. I'm going to go. I'll try it again later. Right. And usually I'm going to wait for the second at back until maybe a week or so ahead of my scheduled appraisal review board hearing. That's usually later in the, the season, so to speak. And generally they want to settle. They want to settle these before we get to the ARB. You know, at this point, the, again, I mentioned it's typically older folk that are volunteering to, to do this. They're getting worn down. <laughs> you can see it when you get in there. So they usually want to settle. And I go in again with that, that landlord-tenant nightmare story, and I try to make my case walk away if I can clearly see it's not working. And by the way, if you do need to buy some more time, uh, for some reason, you are always allowed to reschedule one time, reschedule that ARB hearing without cause, right? It's just a delay tactic, maybe push it back a little later. I've done that a number of times. So if no luck, at bat number two, informal, off the street, talking to that appraiser, don't have to do anything in particular, I just show up with my evidence or I've supplied it online already, well... Then I go from the informal to the formal, and that's in front of the appraisal review board, the ARB. Traditionally, this is a, a three-member panel, again, volunteers. Interestingly, because of the volume of, of protests filed last year, it, it goes up and up and up every year because the values have as well. And more people are learning that they can take action in face of this increasing tax burden. So Tarrant County, interestingly, last year offered me an option. I could appear before a three-member ARB panel or a one-member ARB panel or the first available. There's clearly a line I said, hey, just get whatever, just get me in and out. I wound up in front of the one-member panel 
It was he and I and the, the scowling, grumpy appraiser lady next to me. <laughs> she wouldn't even look at me, but I had tremendous success with this guy. Again, I had my story. I had my evidence. I had my, my, my pictures. I had my, my contractor estimates. Uh, I, don't, I just had a couple for this one, but I built my story, and he listened, and the panel will do that. And again, they're not out to get you. And they're not out to necessarily support the the appraiser. They're they're supposed to be impartial. It is a formal process. Don't be afraid of it. I know I was nervous as all get out the first time I appeared in, in Dallas County before my first ARB a decade or so ago. But um, they helped me. They asked questions. Um, don't be emotional. Don't be angry. That does not help you. Um, just be factual and uh, build your build your case. Be prepared. Some other things you might think about as well as you go in, pool or no pool. I walked a house, was on a single family road trip with the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team a few months ago. House had had a pool, a deep diving pool, no less. Be sure they've removed that. A buddy of mine bought a house years ago that had had a pool. The flipper had filled it in, had been a rental, I think, for a while. The county still had that pool as part of his property data card. Get that out of there. We bought a house, removed the, 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 the rickety patio that was screened in. They still had that on there. Accounts for square footage. Get that off. You have to look at the stuff because they do not always know what you've done to your property. And like I said, if you're out of state listening to me now, hire one of these companies. You know, if you're a Lifestyles Unlimited member, check the vendor portal. We do have vendors available that can help you with the protest process, but you can probably do it yourself from afar. Two years ago, we were in the RV bunker, and I did all of this from the road, right? Key components, again, data, pictures, contractor estimates. Data you can find online, no problem. Contractor estimates, send them out whether you're present or not. And pictures, we talked about this. Have your handyman get that while he's out there. Ask your residents for help. Build your story. Do it online. Do it over the phone. Just do it. So I hope this helps you in your fight. I know I was kind of blazing through this pretty quick. A lot of content. There's a lot of other information we could talk about. In fact, if you have questions, you can email me at askandy at luinc.com. Go fight the county appraisal district. Get it done. And I'll tell you, I learned a lot about what I know when it comes to managing rental properties and protesting taxes as a member at Lifestyles Unlimited. If you want to learn more, go to lifestylesunlimited.com and register for the free workshop. I thank you for listening. Remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.